Hello there and welcome to today's episode of From Artists for Artists. Today is an exciting episode because I am honored to be introducing you to a guest. Again, not just any guest, but she is one of my best friends and someone who has really helped me during this quarantine time to deal with a little bit of fears that come up here and there. And she's just a really amazing person to talk to. Now, as an artist, my guest today is a singer. She sings in a choir, but she's also a painter and a photographer, a tea expert, and does a lot of different things here and there. And that is what makes her so special. And so in today's episode, we are exploring what it means to be good at many things as an artist, what it means to be interested in different aspects of the art and how to deal with that. By listening on, you'll also hear her share a gorgeous little fairy tale that she wrote a while ago with us to go deeper into that topic and to be inspired. After I heard that fairy tale, I saw myself very differently as an artist. So let me introduce you to Stella. If you're already interested, feel free to follow her on Instagram. Her name is Sternenbund. Let me spell that for you. That's S-T-E-R-N-E-N. B-U-N-T. And that means colorful stars. Very fitting. And just before we go to the interview, you're about to hear her voice because Stella's voice is my new podcast jingle, which I am absolutely in love with. And this already gives you a little preview into Stella's art. After the jingle, let's go on to the interview. From artists for artists. So I'm very excited to be here with you, Stella. Thank you so much for giving us your time and your creativity to join us on this podcast today. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I mean, I'm honored to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. I, you are one of the reasons that this podcast even started together with Maureen. So I thank you for the inspiration and for inspire, inspiring me daily. And to start off, I would just go in straight away and ask you to tell us a little bit about yourself. I gave a little introduction to all of the different types of art that you create, but we'd love to hear from your perspective and for you to just tell us what you do and how it makes you feel and just inspire us with your words. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> no pressure there. <laughs> okay, well, um, for me, art was nothing um, that, I, that I decided I would do. I just did it. When I was a child, I just sang. And my mother is a singer, so I've, I was very connected with my singing early on and um, later on, I joined her choir, which I sing in every week t until now. So this is kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a constant that's been in my life. And also drawing, photography came. And yeah, for me, being creative is not about, um, I have to create something to show it to others, but it's more about um, I love to express myself. I love to uh, create stuff that makes me feel good. And it helps me, 
yeah, it just helps me be myself. <laughs> Sounds a little bit funny, but um, yeah. I always loved art and also science. So for me, these are both of my sides. Mm, I like creating stuff. And I also think that science is also about creating stuff. And yeah, so I'm kind of that... I like to see myself as somebody who is uh, connecting different things and creating new stuff out of it. Oh, very nice. I can absolutely relate to that. I And that's what I love about you as well, that you have so many different aspects to yourself and that you just live them all through pure joy. That I can see that when I watched your choir concert or when I see some of your drawings, it just really, really reflects a part of who you are. And there's actually a term for that. It's called to be, it's called a multifaceted artist because I was researching for myself. What do I call myself? I cannot <laughs> decide to do one thing in life. I don't know if I just want to be a dancer or just want to be a speaker, but I love drawing too. So I found this term multifaceted artist and I guess Great. that's what we both are. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, why should you limit yourself? <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't feel Because one day when I feel like dancing, I will dance. And the next day when I feel like singing, I, I will sing. So I don't think it's about uh, limiting yourself or putting yourself in a box, but it's about just creating out of pure joy what you want to create. Or if you're sad, create out of that sadness. I don't know. Um, for me, it was really helpful when I went through hard times and uh, I just felt the impulse to sit down and draw something so that also helped me kind of um, put my feelings out there for myself to make them visible and um, to to not hold them in in myself just to put them out there and then there I don't have to hold them for myself I can express them and that helped me a lot yeah I think that's one of the beauties of art to really allow expression to happen and not for emotions to be stuck and kept within ourselves. Um, and you sound very comfortable with that. You sound like you found this way through art to really express yourself and that you're comfortable with doing many different things. Now, I wonder, were you always this comfortable or no. is this something that developed? That really developed for me. That was, it was a journey. <laughs> Um, for me, when I was uh, younger, I was, I mean, when I was a child, I didn't really think about anything. I was just like doing stuff and having fun. And I was uh, singing and painting. And I always wanted to get better. That was one point because I wasn't really, um, I wanted to, ha yeah, to draw nicer things. So I tried to and tried to and then I got better and that was nice. But then later on, um, when I had to decide what do I do for a living, how, like after school, that was a very difficult time for me. And I remember I had a drawing teacher um, and she was studying art at the university. She was, she was so beautiful. She was, uh, she was the best. She really, she really taught me a lot about drawing and um I asked her, how is it um, studying art? And she said, because I was thinking, well, maybe I should do it too, because I really loved it. And then she, she looked at me and she said, do you have a plan B? 
And I said, well, yes, <laughs> I have a plan B, C, D, E, F. <laughs> I have so many ideas, but I don't know what to choose. And she said, well, if you have that many other plans, don't become an artist. That kind of stuck with me because she said it's really tough being an artist because she was going going through a rough time and she was she said you're always you're putting a, a part of yourself out there and this part in a painting or in a like in a like whatever you do um, and it's gonna be judged by many other people and she said that's hard that's really hard to do that and um, so I was a little Oh, I was a little shy and I, I, I wasn't confident enough at that point in my life. So I thought, okay, well, then maybe I will do something else. And, and I started studying at university something else. And then I did something else again. And, um, and I really had always had this feeling that I, uh, I didn't really belong there. I, I always had the feeling that I, um, there were all these other people who were so determined they had a goal they 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 seemed like they kn they knew just what they wanted and i always was like i don't know what i want i i um i'm good at many things and i don't know like like what is my thing i was searching for that one thing and um it took me years to realize that i don't have that one thing but i have many things <laughs> that i like and that i am good at and so i wrote a fairy tale about that because i think um when you're in that situation you feel very alone i always thought that i was the only person who had that problem <laughs> which is not true there are many out there <laughs> Yes, definitely. <laughs> I'm one of them. Yeah. yeah, I think that, wow, that is a very inspiring story. And I feel like that's something that many, many people need to hear because there's a lot of us out there who don't know what we want. And it took me years to realize as well that I wasn't the only one who has a hard time deciding and to arrive at a point where you're like, okay, I'm, I don't have to decide is, is a powerful place to be I'm not there every day but it's getting there slowly that's fine <laughs> I mean that's life you you aren't like perfectly happy every day that's part of life and that's part how you learn so yeah if you yeah. want to um I can read that little fairy tale to you it's not so long but I think it's nice <laughs> I would I would absolutely love that um let's sit back and enjoy dwelling into your fairy tale thank you it's called Daughter of the Stars. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away, there was a little girl. She lived happy with her parents and their tribe, the Moon Tribe. Her mother was the moon singer of the clan, kind, wise and loving. Her father was a respected inventor, who, was, who helped the clan with his brilliant creations. Through her childhood, the little girl flourished with the love, care and advice of her deeply beloved parents. She sang with her mother the song of the moon and stars with the courage and purity 
only children have. All the clan members praised her for her beautiful, crystal clear voice. At other times, she would accompany her father and learn his art from him. She was quickly learning and loved to craft and create with her father. He soon recognized her talent and always encouraged her development. The years went by and the little girl kept on learning more and more. She was curious and had a never-ending thirst for knowledge. Watching the bow maker, helping the fisher, trying to build her own tipi, which failed by the way. <laughs> But as she was becoming more and more a young woman, she noticed that the other kids all found their profession. They were honing their skills under the proud looks of the adults. Soon she began to feel alone. Everybody else had found their place in the tribe. But the young woman couldn't find her own call. She was talented in many things, yes. However, she wasn't confident in her abilities at one particular thing. She was ashamed. The pressure to choose her profession weighed heavy. She was afraid if she chose her calling, she wouldn't be good enough. And she would miss all the other fun and exciting experiences. In her desperation, one night, she left her tipi and went to her favorite spot. While watching the vast beauty of the prairie, she asked the great spirit for guidance. Please, oh great spirit, help me find my call. Waiting for an answer, she looked at the clear, starry night. At this moment, she suddenly understood. Some people are like the moon. They have a strong call and a talent, so they shine bright like the full moon. However, they are also stars at the sky. She was like the stars. She was talented in many different things. Like the stars, she could shine bright when she acknowledged and used all of her gifts. Relieved that she wasn't wrong or broken in a way that needed fixing, the woman could finally accept her very own strength. Full of light and inspiration, she went to her parents and the tribe. Last night, the sky showed me my calling. I will not have one, but many professions to connect and create new ways of living, being, teaching and creating. I don't know where this path will lead me, but I am willing to follow that mystery and to remind me, my name from now on will be Daughter of the Stars. <laughs> wow just just wow see and there I thought you were a painter and singer and photographer and now you're a storyteller and writer too 
Well, I also painted um, the <laughs> the fairy tale. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I can see them. They're beautiful, but our listeners unfortunately yeah. cannot see the gorgeous drawings that you made. That is such a beautiful story, Stella. That I just I just wish children would hear it. Like children who are so great at many things and that they would be told that story by their parents and allowed to, you know, a lot of us aren't allowed to be the stars. We're like forced into being a moon because that's what society is nowadays. Society makes us feel that if we don't have or we cannot choose a moon to be, that there's something, Mm. like as you said, broken. And um, yeah, that's definitely powerful. Yeah, and if you if you have people who are like the stars, um, sometimes it doesn't show because I mean there are many talented, famous people out there who are good at many things, um, but sometimes they're just reduced to one role, like it's a singer or that's an artist who's drawing and something. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, very true. I recently heard. Um someone I think it was Jessica Alba who is an actress she's known as an actress but she was talking in a podcast about how she's actually fallen in love with producing because in producing apparently I mean I don't know anything about the world of acting but in producing they you can bring in more of your ideas than when you're an actor or actress Mm. because as an actor you are given a role and you have to perform it whereas when you're a producer you actually have more input in the storyline and how things are supposed to be staged and all that and um but producers aren't usually famous we don't usually know the names of producers we only know the names of actors and actresses which makes me you know wonder like how swayed Mm. our our yeah how swayed our perception is of artists and only specific arts make it out into the public and make it out into the media but people who do many different things and maybe find a way to combine them there's no name for them and yeah they don't shine like one big moon but they're spread across the sky and that's yeah oh both both things are beautiful of course i mean i don't want to diminish like the moon people (laughs) because (laughs) i mean there's a beauty in that too i mean it's 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 similar. It's just, um, you're right, in today's society, the moon people tend to be more recognized or it's more common and you know about that. And so it's like the normal thing to do. Whereas uh, when you're like a star, the stars, and you have many talents, um, it's hard for you to really acknowledge and to yeah, to really think, well, I'm good too because I have many talents and I don't know what I will do with them, but I will find a way to, you know, live them all in one or another way. So for me, yeah. that was the the most important lesson of that was that I don't have to be like a moon if I am like the stars. And it's it, there is no wrong and no right. It's just like, I am who I am and I can be okay with that. And I can also find a way of um, incorporating all my gifts in my life. And it doesn't mean that I have to live them all at once. And at any time I have to live them, but I can, I can go through stages in my life where I can live 
more that one part and then in another stage I can live another part more fully and I can find and I can try to find and um, combine things yeah that's that's really good advice and a very a very profound insight that you have there and I think yeah I just think that's pretty amazing so if uh, anyone in our podcast audience right now is thinking oh my god I'm a daughter or a son of the stars and they're like realizing that about them what would you what piece of advice or knowledge would you give them to as to where take where they can go from here mm, I think it's about the journey I think the first step is to realize that you're not alone for me that was a was a big part of my journey and the second is to really um you know to really acknowledge that not to just say yeah yeah I'm 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 like that and point and move on with my life but no just maybe just really take take a time and do something special because for me I think it's also about really um take your time and honor your different talents don't diminish them by saying, well, I'm, I'm kind of good at that, but, but there are so many people that are better at that. That's not the way. That's not the way. Because um, if you're good at something, you don't have to be perfect. That's not, that's not what it's about here. That's not what life is about. So really take your time and honor your talents and really think about what are you good at? And what, what brings you joy? Because things that bring you joy, most likely you will be good at them. So, um, and then really collect all that things and look at them. And don't go like, well, I'm kind of good at drawing, but no, no, I'm not that good at drawing. Or, well, I kind of good at singing, but there are so many other people who are good at singing. No, just, just really go there and say, well, uh, one of my talents, one of my stars is being good at singing. And another star is I'm good at math. And another star is I'm good at, I don't know, Kung Fu. Or another star is I'm good at skiing. And another star is I'm good at cooking. And another star is, and, and really, maybe, maybe, I don't know what, what kind of um, creative form is uh, your thing, but maybe paint a picture of your stars dance your stars because I think that will show you how unique you are in a one way when you really look for all your stars and um, don't diminish them because when you're when you have the night sky and you see them they're full of stars and it's really they have a power but if you're always um putting out one of one star after another there will be no stars left so there's nothing to shine so really take your time and yeah honor your stars <laughs> honor your stars because just just because one star shines less than a full moon doesn't mean that it's not supposed to shine yeah like, true I feel like we are, we put so many clouds in front of our stars because we think like, oh, but it's so tiny. But if you were to collect all of the stars in the sky, they would shine just as brightly as the moon, right? True. So true. 
Yeah. I love this metaphor we have going. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I really love it. <laughs> That's why I wrote this fairy tale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, really nice. So let's just keep going with this metaphor. So I have like one more question for you. And that would be, I know that you studied environmental engineering and we know now that you do a lot of different types of arts. And I'm wondering, we talked about separate stars, but is there a way, have you found a way to merge your stars? So to take, for example, your, you know, engineering and then merge it with a form of art or to merge two different forms of art? Because I find that very interesting as well, like a zodiac sign. You know mm. how in zodiac signs they, they create lines between the stars yeah. to create pictures? So many stars create one picture to keep going with our um, with yeah. our metaphor. That's a how nice. do you do that? Well, I think sometimes it's life that gives you um, the opportunity because, uh, well, I haven't said that yet, but I also um, worked at a tea shop or a tea house and there I gave, gave tea seminars. So that was one way of, because preparing tea is also for me a kind of an art form but on the other hand there my science side came through I wanted to tell the people like how why, why does tea taste so different and what like where are the differences and why is the green tea different than a black tea and so I researched it the topic and um, I really got into it, so <laughs> sometimes my colleagues called me teacher, the tea teacher, because I um, <clears throat> wasn't satisfied in just um, tasting the tea. I mean, that was practice at its own, but I also wanted to understand why. So that was the thing where I when, where I really also felt, oh, okay, I went to university um, and I studied something totally different, but what it also teached me is how you can, um, how to research stuff. So I really got into that. And um, yeah, now I can tell you all about, well, not all because it's a very big theme, but many things about green tea, black tea, oolong. And I'm really passionate about that too. And it kind of allowed me to bring in both of my sides. Like I could share knowledge, but at the other hand, I also could share an art form because Brewing tea is an art form. And um, yeah, so I think it's um, sometimes it's life that gives you different opportunities to merge things. Sometimes you have to look for yourself. If you have an idea um, and you don't really know how to pursue it, search online, connect with people and tell people about that. Because sometimes things can only start to evolve when different people come with their different ideas. And for me, it was also about one one key piece was uh, that I had to learn that there's on, not only the classical career, like where you learn how to be, um, to stick with the art forms, to you learn how to be a singer and then you are, are a singer. But I mean, you can learn like something totally different and then end up somewhere you couldn't even imagine because you didn't even know that was possible when you started studying. So I think it's about trusting that you will find your way through life. Yeah, trusting that you will <laughs> find your way through life. I There's so many great quotes that are coming from you. I, I should just make a book right now and just oh. put some quotes. 
I find that beautiful. And I really like your work and how you manage to just take different things and make them into something new. I, I just feel like that's a part of who you are. And I really admire that about you. I mean, if you guys uh, check out her Instagram, you take a lot of pictures of matcha tea. <laughs> and because you're a photographer as well, it's not just a random picture like on a story saying, hey, I'm drinking matcha tea. But no, it's like this artistic photo of the cup and the background. And I just love seeing those photos. And it's that another, again, combining the star of passion for tea and matcha with the passion for photography. And um, it's just, yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's it's always a joy to see your artwork. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I think uh, with that, we are done for today. It's uh, it's been a real, real big pleasure to have you on this podcast, Stella. It's you're you're definitely shining bright, and it's been an honor to hear about your story from the daughter of the stars. And yeah, do you have any last words? So I'm really grateful you allowed me to share the fairy tale daughter of the stars. Because that's something for me that's really important and that's that's a truth I can speak. And I would love to that somebody would have told me that, but maybe I can help somebody with this story. So that's really important for me. <laughs> yeah, I think you definitely did. One thing's for sure, you inspired me today and you're helping me see once again that it's okay to be doing many things and to just, you know, have faith in that, believe in that, honor that. And it's an ongoing process. It's not something that just happens overnight, even though you may realize it overnight by looking at the stars, but that's only when the process begins. <laughs> yes, that's very true. And it's also, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Um, it's not that I had that insight and then everything was fine and I was uh, living my life. It was a very long process also to, to really live that feeling and to come to the point. And I, I'm, I know I have a, have a way to go still <laughs> because there are many situations in life. Sometimes it's, it's pretty easy to see, to see yourself and to honor that you are a daughter or a son of, of the stars and sometimes it's really hard and I think it's also the same for the moon people because sometimes um, I can imagine like when you're good very good at one thing and you aren't so good at another thing and you wished you had more of a range for example so I think it's it's true for both sides that um, yeah there are good times and bad times so we we just have to learn to um, really acknowledge that we are that way we are and we don't have to try to be another way because that won't make us happy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Always just getting closer and closer to the essence of who we really are and to remember that it, the magic lies in the process and not in the result. Yeah. Yeah. And with Thank that, you so I'm much. <laughs> thank you Stella thank you thank you really for sharing this and um, yeah with that I shall say goodbye to everyone and I'm looking forward to seeing you hearing you at the next episode bye from artists